Hi everyone, Vincent here, and today is a very special podcast. I'm joined by a dumpy whose name is Tom, and Tom got his ex back after 15 months. So Tom is going to tell his story, and we're going to go through it step by step so you can see how he went from a relationship, being dumped, and then now reconnecting with his ex. So thank you very much, Tom, for joining me today, and... Please. Oh, you're really welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you on here. And please, can you let us know how your relationship started and what that relationship was like? Well, the relationship started, um, it was actually during COVID time. And when I first met her, everything was very nice. It was very, just very easy. And we, it just flowed. And, um, it went on like that for like six months. Everything was just so like easy with her. And, and then all of a sudden after the six month mark, um, I started noticing she was acting like differently. She was, you know, she was just like getting meaner and it was getting tougher to see her. And cause we used to see each other very often. And, you know, during when we, obviously when we first met and then it got even, it just got, it was getting tougher. We would go, you know, like a week without seeing each other, two weeks without seeing each other. And that would cause like the arguments between us, amongst other things. And, you know, it just kept on getting worse. And we were just sticking it out. And, you know, there's so many arguments, you know, and um, that's, that's how, you know, that's how it began. Yeah. And so for those of you listening, Tom became one of my audio coaching clients in, I think it was around January time, so a number of months ago now. So I'm familiar with this story, and I was part of his journey of reconnecting with his ex. But taking it back to that time when Tom first got together with her, like you said, it was COVID time. And I think this is something very important to say, that yes. people people had a different behaviour pattern during that time because, but, but because of the restrictions. And right. one of the things that Tom struggled with, with his, his ex, when the relationship started to unfortunately go downhill, was his ex started to behave in a very different way regarding how much time she wanted to spend with Tom. Now, I believe that was somewhat connected to the restrictions. There was less things you could do in the world and hence people would spend more time with each other if you were allowed to, that is where you lived. And that is what happened with Tom and his ex. But then when the world started to open up again, well, I'll, I'll let Tom continue his story from, from what happened then. Yeah, well, when the, when the world started to get back to normal, um, there was, you know, less time with her. You know, she ha she has a daughter and, you know, everything was... You know, she had to get back to real life, you know. Her daughter was involved in active sports, and then we started not really seeing each other. You know, it went from seeing each other, like, every week, multiple times a week, to going, like, a week or even two weeks without seeing each other. So that was a big change right there. And then I started noticing her personality was changing, you know. Like, she wasn't the sweet girl that I met. She became very, like, nasty. Everything was, like, now all of a sudden the argument started, um, which was causing just way too many problems between us. Um, 
And, you know, every time we had an argument, it didn't always get resolved because, like, she's a very thick-headed person. So, like, it was, like she wouldn't really take the responsibility, you know, of, you know, it was her that was hurting me, you know. And it was, you know, like a year later into the relationship, it was becoming a struggle, you know. I mean, she was even, even like, starting to neglect my family who, like, really tried to open their arms to her. You know, it was all about just her and her daughter and her family. And it just uh, wasn't the same relationship that it was the first six months. Yeah, and, and, you know, from speaking with Tom for many months through my audio coaching service, what we uncovered was when we was looking at the relationship in depth, we could see a situation where Tom's ex was literally moving into a different behavior pattern post kind of lockdown restrictions, etc. So what I said to Tom at the time, I remember saying, maybe this is how she truly is. Maybe this is how she would have behaved if it wasn't for those COVID restrictions. And maybe when you met her in a literal kind of bubble, that this unfortunately was not representative of her true self. And yet now we are seeing that. I mean, of course, when the world opened up, people wanted to do the things they couldn't do. And Tom's ex had a daughter who was involved in active sports. And there was a lot of situations where they would be spending time together, which is very understandable and natural. But if you want to be building and growing a relationship, you need to make time for one another. And Tom's ex was not doing that. And in my belief, Tom could actually have been the one to dump her. Tom could have actually ended the relationship himself. That's 100% correct, Vincent. And... And I honestly, though, I really did love her, though. I didn't want it to end. I had strong feelings for her. I just, you know, I I wanted a future with her, you know, and um, and I just felt like she wasn't wanting the same thing, but she wasn't ending it either. And we did talk about a future, but it was just, it was getting pretty toxic. And we also had a third party involved as well, like her, her friends, and um, they weren't helping you know, they weren't helping the situation because they were, you know, they would, you know, if I, if I invented about the relationship, they, you know, would go back and tell her what I said. And actually it was becoming, you know, and they, and it was the same for me. They would tell me what she said and that was causing a big issue between us. Definitely. And this is why when I speak to people about their own situations, especially if they're going through a breakup, I will always say, Look, if there are mutual friends, you've got to be very careful because anything you say to them is likely to go back to your ex or your partner if you're if you're still with them at the time. You, you, you have to almost imagine that your ex is standing behind the mutual friends when you're talking because even if they say, we're not going to pass this on, unfortunately, they often do. Yes, I would never, ever want to be in that situation again. Like, I, I recommend that you really, if you have mutual friends, you do not vent about the relationship. You know, you, you talk to people that are not involved in the relationship, you know, not people that are best friends with her and best friends with you. It, 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 it'll backfire. Yeah, it, it's sadly the case that mutual friends, well, they're mutual. And even if they say they're not going to say something from you to them, they probably will. Even if you didn't mean it in a certain context, that's the problem. The context often gets lost. Something else you said, Tom, which obviously the listeners 
won't fully know, whereas I, I do from speaking with you over the months, is about what happened with your ex and your family, because that was quite a difficult situation. You know, if you if you were in a relationship and your family don't get on with your partner, then you are going to find it difficult and troubling. And your ex, Tom, just didn't really seem to want to make an effort with your family. No, not she. Honestly, in the beginning, she did. Everything was fine in the beginning, and then as time went on, like maybe pretty much, it was pretty much a year later into the relationship, she started neglecting my family. Uh, you know, not going to things with me. You know, functions. Um, she just like it was like even like the holidays. She didn't even see them because you know she was just so busy with her family. But you know, I would make time for her. And her family, I would be there for her, but she, like, didn't really care if she showed up for my family. And that actually ended up hurting my family where they were, like, resenting her. And that caused the problem as well. Yeah, it, it, it caused a, a dynamic which wasn't very enjoyable for anybody involved. And as Tom was saying, this kind of behavior patterns went on with his ex towards himself for a while, you know, neither person seemingly wanted to end the relationship, even though it was becoming toxic. But unfortunately for Tom, of course, as you know from listening to this podcast, you'll be able to guess that it did come to an end. So, Tom, how would you like to describe kind of the end of the relationship? The end was a very, um, I had, I was totally very angry with her. I was fed up with her. Um, it was a very uncomfortable feeling. I would say pretty much a month prior to the breakup because there was just so much anger because we were just we were honestly just the fighting got worse and the time spent together was even worse and I felt like I was going out of even you know more out of my way for her trying to fix everything and she wasn't like she can give a care in the world and I just was uh it just felt like it was going to end any day now. It was a very uncomfortable feeling. And, you know, when it, when it, when it did end, it was kind of expected. But at the same time, um, it was, uh, there was, like, no closure. It was just one day. It wasn't even through, like, there was no talk. There was no, you know, it wasn't, like, one-on-one. -on -one. There was no phone call. It was a text message that I received that this relationship is just done and I can't do this anymore. And... I'm going to come pick up my stuff. And, you know, it was, uh, it was actually very heartbreaking for me because I was very much in love with her. I think being dumped by text is literally one of the worst things that can happen. But unfortunately, it is quite a common situation. I mean, did you feel, Tom, that you were not being fully respected by the way it ended? Did you not feel that you had a chance to kind of say your piece when the relationship ended? No, I just felt like she just, just made that decision didn't really want to work it out, just, you know, just decided, well, let me just text him, you know, instead of, you know, being the bigger person and, like, let's try to talk this out, you know, she just, ah, it's over and that's it, you know, I'm going to come by and get my stuff and it's over, like, there was no feelings on her side and that hurt greatly. It, it must have been a terrible, terrible shock, you know, even though the relationship wasn't going perfectly, you didn't expect it to end that way. How did you feel regarding the aftermath? How did the aftermath of the, the relationship and the breakup, how did that feel for you? Uh, the aftermath was, um, was very difficult for me. Um, I couldn't get over it. 
Um, as much as I tried, um, I was in a deep depression, um, you know, for, uh, for many months. I mean, even longer than that. I mean, I was, it was just something I couldn't stop thinking about her. I wanted her to reach out, you know, so much and she wasn't. And that hurt even more. Like I almost like meant nothing to her. Like she was able to, cause I, I still kept in touch with this third party and you know, from, from what they said, she was totally fine. I, you know, like I said, I meant nothing to her and that hurt. And, you know, as I wanted, I was hoping, you know, every day, oh, is she going to text me? Is she going to text me? And this went on for months and months and months. I even tried dating again and I wasn't helping. Nothing helped. I just was very much stuck on her. Yeah, it, it was, it was a terrible, terrible time for you, Tom. And that's probably around the point of obviously when you contacted me and we started having our calls from, it was around January time. And I remember back then of the struggle you were going through. And one of the things I really remember back then is as soon as I heard the story, I felt somewhat uncomfortable about your ex because I wasn't really, you know, a fan of her, you could say, from the behavior she was showcasing and the way she treated you. But... You know, I said, look, if you want to increase your chance of getting your ex back, this is what we're going to have to do here. And even though I'm not necessarily her biggest fan, I know this is what you want. And one of the main things that I found myself trying to do, especially in those early weeks and months we spoke, was trying to prevent you from reaching out to her. Because I remember you thought of some quite inventive ways and reasons as for why you think you could reach out to her. And I remember just trying to almost kind of battle and hold you back from doing so. Right. I, you did not want me to reach out. You, I definitely was trying to come up with ideas to try to make her contact me. I never, I never tried any of them, but you definitely talked me out of it. You tried to talk me into just meeting somebody new, you know, because you never thought that she was a good match for me, just, just based on the behavior that I spoke about to you. Um, but it was very difficult because even like a year later, I was like hoping that I would somehow, you know, hear from her. You know, I even had like I, I found some things around my house that she left, like clothes and stuff like that. I was even thinking about just, you know, either messaging her, messaging her about either, you know, like I have these clothes that are yours or just mailing it to her just to receive some kind of contact. Because for quite a while, it was like an obsession. Like I wanted that contact. It was almost like, it was almost like the, you know, I didn't get closure. The closure wasn't there. So like, it, it was just like, you know, like what I want to, I want to talk to her. You know, I need that closure. I never got it. Yeah. And, and that is something which a lot of dumpies feel. It is the lack of closure and the lack of being able to finalize and draw a line under things. And my thoughts towards your situation, Tom, was like you say, you know, I, I was not a big fan of your ex. I didn't feel but she was necessarily a good match for you. So the strategy that I wanted to suggest was was basically to focus on trying to improve yourself, focus on trying to meet new women. And this would also increase that chance of getting your ex back via using my version of the no contact rule, via the self-improvement. And then either you're going to hopefully get your ex back from your perspective, or I was hoping you know, you would meet somebody even better in the interim. I mean, one of the things I remember, Tom, which was so important 
was what I kept having to try to motivate you. I remember specifically about your house. You know, you used to tell me your house wasn't in the best state. And I said, look, you've got to get your house ready because you don't know if and when your ex contacts you, if your house isn't ready for a guest, what are you going to do? And on top of that, if you meet somebody hopefully better than her, again, you may at some quick point after a few dates or so, you want to invite them around to your house so you need to be kind of preparing because your house needed a lot of work. Uh, yeah, well, I just wasn't, I was such in a depression that I just wasn't like caring enough to keep up on my house, you know? Um, and then when I found you and I started talking to you, you were motivating me. Like, you have to get your house in order. You have to be prepared because anything can happen. You can, like you said, you can, she can come back. You can meet somebody new and you don't want to, you know, you want, you want to be ready for it. And then I started doing things to the house, you know, like projects, you know, uh, uh, just getting it ready, cleaning it up, starting to keep it clean again, and, you know, I was starting to feel better. Yeah, and coincidentally, coinciding with the house being in a better shape and Tom starting to feel better through gaining more motivation, Tom started dating a new woman. Now, like I said earlier, he had been on the dating scene a bit and not really met somebody that matched, but all of a sudden... Tom was now dating somebody with at least some potential. And that person, right. that woman, did come round to his house. And I remember being so thankful to Tom, saying, Tom, I'm so glad you've done your house and got it ready because now you can actually invite this new woman to your house. Um, how, right. how did you feel about that relationship when you were starting to feel a little bit better about yourself? Well, in the very beginning, she's the complete opposite of my ex. So it was very refreshing because she was the complete opposite you know, wanted to hang out, wanted to be there. And the first, like, month was good. And I was happy that my house was in order, she was coming over, you know, every, we were, you know, it was fine. Um, but I still, unfortunately, it wasn't over my ex. And I feel like that was definitely preventing me from, you know, with moving on with somebody else. And there was a few things with her, like, you know, she was, like, my ex was one extreme, this new girl was a whole other extreme, like, you know, and she was like a little too much and that didn't work for me either. Yes. So as much as I was wanting Tom to meet somebody better than his ex, unfortunately he wasn't fully feeling it with this person. And it is unlikely that the first date or two dates or three dates with different people that you find are going to be better than your ex. You know, they might be, but it's probably unlikely. And unfortunately for Tom, this woman wasn't quite for him. But then something very special happened. And it was about 14 months or so after the breakup, Tom, when he was on his dating app, his dating site that he'd been using, he noticed that his profile had been viewed. And guess who viewed it, Tom? Yep, so I was on a dating app, and this particular app shows people that uh, viewed your profile. And one day I get a, a notification that uh, my ex viewed me on the dating app, which I thought was... Definitely a little strange. It really shocked Tom, and I was so happy for him, even though I wasn't a big, the biggest fan of his ex. I was so happy, because this is a sign. It was, it was a form of some kind of thinking about me, which, would have, which is the way that I took it. Absolutely. You know, this is a situation where you can't accidentally view your ex's profile. If you go on a dating app and you see your dumpy's profile, if you're the dumper, and if you don't want anything to do with them, 
then the last thing you're going to do is click that profile. Now, if you instead are actually a little curious about them, wondering maybe what they look like with their new photos, maybe want to read their profile and see what they're doing with their life now, if you have some type of wonder and thinking, then that is when you're going to click it. And sure enough, Tom's ex had clicked his profile, and this had been the first of any type of contact, if we're going to refer to it as that, in many, many months. It was it was absolute. It was over a year at this point. There was zero contact whatsoever, nothing. And then this was the first form of any kind of contact, and it, it definitely it felt good because I'm like, okay, she's she's I'm I'm on her mind, and so that like it's like okay, she didn't because like you always feel like when you break up that they forget about you, they move on. But this was like, wow, she, all right, so I'm on her mind now. Obviously. Yeah, you was on her mind. And I remember saying to you, this is a fantastic sign, but it doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to send you a message tomorrow. And I think, I think if I remember right, at first you was kind of saying, yeah, I know, but I understand that. But when it had been maybe three, four, five days, I think you was getting a little bit twitchy thinking, oh, I thought she may have reached out by now, but it, it doesn't always work out that way. It doesn't happen instantaneously. No. When somebody's regrown romantic emotional attraction, when they're regrowing intrigue, they might look at something, they might think something, but they aren't necessarily quite there yet to reach out. Right. However, what right. was to happen a few weeks later was a miraculous turn of events in Tom's mind. I always thought it was possible, but I'll let Tom explain kind of what happened a few weeks later. It was absolutely insane, you know, an insane feeling. So, um, I one day I get a a, mix, a a missed FaceTime call from her daughter. Like I just, it was a missed call. So that already was like, what's going on here? So I text her back saying, "Is everything okay?" I just saw that you, you know, I see that you tried to call me, and she said it was by mistake. Okay, no problem. So I was actually getting ready for work, and out of nowhere, I see a text from my ex. And if you could only imagine the feeling of, because it was about 15 months later of any kind of contact, anything. And I got a text, and all of a sudden, her name showed up on my phone. That is a, it's an amazing feeling, just, or it's, it's actually more of like a scary feeling. You know, because you just don't expect it. Basically, um, she wanted to know why I messaged her daughter. She just said, please don't message my daughter. And then I explained to her that I got a, a missed call from her, and I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. And now, you know, she was like, okay, well, please don't let it happen again. And it made me feel very uncomfortable, so I asked her if I can call her. And at first she was being a little skeptical. She said, well, you don't have to call me. And I said, no, I would like to call you to clear this up. And then she said, okay, well, I'm working late. I'll text you when I get out of work. And I didn't think that I would actually hear from her. Well, she texted me when she got out of work. She still said, like, it's okay. You don't have to call me. I said, no, I want to call you. And then she said, okay, you can if you like. And then I, when I did call her, we, I apologized to her about texting her daughter, but just made sure that she, you know, knew that it was just me making sure everything was okay because I did receive a missed call. And then, of course, we started talking about the past and what happened and why it happened. And then we found out that this third party that we were both friends with 
were making up lies, were trying to trying to get us to break up. They were telling her things that I said that I actually never said. They were telling me things that she said that were making us bitter towards each other. So we cleared up a lot of that information. We spoke for about four to five hours that night. And that night she blocked that friend of hers. And I blocked them as well. And we were speaking pretty much on a daily basis on the phone or on text. And I did ask her eventually if maybe we could meet up for a drink, and she said she'd be up for it. About a, it took about two or three weeks after all this contact, and I was feeling great because it was like we cleared up a lot of this miscommunication that happened between us that never happened, that was things that were never said. It felt really, really great just to know that like we're, we are becoming friends now and we don't have to you know that closure I wanted was like I got it and we did we actually met up and we went out we went out for drinks and we had like we spent hours and we had a great conversation of once again like what went down what went wrong things that we regretted things that should have never happened I mean so What we can see from the situation is, in my opinion, Tom's ex was thinking about him. Now, you might kind of listen to this story and say, well, this would never have happened if the whole daughter with the missed call and all of the texting, everything, none of that would have happened. Well, I disagree. You know, I think that Tom's ex was thinking about him. We have the evidence from the online dating app. Okay, we know that was taking place. Now, whether it was consciously or subconsciously, I absolutely believe that Tom's ex wanted to communicate more with Tom. Because if she was absolutely adamant that she didn't want to communicate and we really, really, truly were just saying, don't text my daughter, then after that initial message, she would not have decided to have a conversation with Tom. You know, if she was absolutely adamant, I don't want to ever see him again. I don't want to talk to him again. Why would she allow the conversation to take place? It's just not realistic. So I don't know if it was conscious or subconscious, but she'd been thinking of you, well, I would suggest for months, certainly for weeks with the online dating kind of viewing. We know that things was heightening and intensifying then. And then when there was an opportunity, I think she took it. It's what we call an indirect, direct approach. You know, was was it really that bad? that she had to say, don't text my daughter. Obviously, her daughter had said, Tom has texted me. If she had just double-checked why, she would have understood it was very reasonable. So the fact that this all played out the way it did, in my mind, is because consciously or subconsciously, she wanted it to progress. And then it seemed very free-flowing conversation between Tom and his ex, where they eventually met up. And they met up again and they started to find out what exactly had been going on between them. And at this stage, when Tom was updating me with the, the happenings, I was just saying, please be careful you don't get friend zoned because you need to be making sure that this is actually going in the direction that you want and not a friendship direction. But from what I can understand, Tom, you and your ex are now in a position where you are going to try again. Is, is, is that right? Well, yes. Well, when we first met up, um, it was more in the friend in the friend zone, and she even said, "Like, I'm glad we're friends now." But the fir- after the 
first time we met up, as, as she was leaving, I said I gave her a hug. I whispered in her ear. I said, "You're the most beautiful girl I know." I said, "I said I," and I'm just letting you know that I missed you. And she actually looked at me and said, "You know, well, I missed you too." And she gave me a kiss, and um, then we hung out a second time, and and then the second time is when we were saying that, yes, we will try again, you know, but we'll take it slow. But, you know, we're, I, she didn't want to do all this fighting again. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fight anymore. So she said, like, you know, if we start fighting, then that's it. I'm walking away. But she said, like, I don't want, as long as we could just work this out and try not to fight and just have a good time, you know, she's like, I would give it, I'll give it another shot. So right now we're in a position where... We're going to date. We're going to go on dates. We're going to take it slow. You know, we're going to, you know, try to make the best of each other. And, you know, and, and right now, you know, like the first time I met her, she had plenty of time because obviously of COVID. Now she's telling me now, and I totally understand, she doesn't have that much time. When she can hang out, she can hang out. When she can't, she can't. I'm on board with it. I understand. I'm not going to say a word if she can't hang out. And we'll see where it goes, and you know. And right now we're in a good place, and I'm just going to just enjoy it and take it slow and see if there is a future. And that is so amazing to hear. Now, look, you know, everybody listening, and Tom obviously as well knows I'm not the biggest fan of his ex, but you know, I'm not Tom. This is Tom's life, and what Tom wanted was the chance to reconnect. And this is what's happened. You know, he is the captain of his ship. And before we close off, we're just going to listen to what Tom feels about reconnecting and any viewpoints he has on it right now. But before we get into that, something very important to add to this story and whether or not Tom's ex was actually looking for a way to reach out and reconnect is but when Tom actually asked her if she'd been using any online dating, she actually responded by saying no, okay? So if she was being completely honest and authentic and genuine, she could have just said yes. I mean, there's no harm in it. They'd been split up for 15 months. No worry at all. But she said no. She said no. She's trying to keep that side of things a little bit secretive. And she doesn't realise that she, when she clicked on his profile, that it actually notified Tom. So that's the interesting thing. You know, she's trying to take away the fact that she was thinking of Tom but we have the evidence. Right, we, we do. And let me just add, Vincent, um, you know, like the second time that I did hang out with her, um, I could see, you know, the way that she really is. And, oh, if it doesn't work out, I, like this time, like I got my closure. You know, this is like pretty much like what I needed. You know, if it does work out, great. But I'm, I see, you know, like what Vincent was trying to tell me the whole time, like just be careful of her. And, you know, I am going to be very careful with her. But if it doesn't work out, yeah, then it's not going to be like the last time. Like, I, my, you know, the closure is done. And now I I can see it. But I'll do, I'm going to do what I can to see if this can work. Because I I have very strong feelings for her. And, you know, you may, at this point, you give it a shot. Definitely. And what I've said to Tom in my audio coaching is that now they have reconnected. We want to try and see how this goes. You know, like I said, she's not necessarily somebody who I think is probably his best fit, but it's Tom's life. 
And Tom said he's going to be careful about things. And I said, look, if you're going to try and build this, you've got to be respecting each other. You know, you need to be respecting that she has a daughter, she has more things to do in her life, but she also needs to respect you and spend time with you and also go to the odd family function or something. You know, she needs to be your partner. So I really, really hope that this can be something that they build further together moving forward because this is what Tom wants. And if it doesn't work out, which it might not, I would like to think that Tom now has the self-esteem and the confidence to understand he can attract other women. And I believe women who have certain traits that Tom's ex doesn't actually have and theoretically could even be better for him. Right. You know, if, if, it, doesn't, if it doesn't work out this time, then I, at least I know I, I tried as hard as I could I gave, and I gave it a second go around and it's not going to be like last time at all. I'm not going to be heartbroken because again, I hanging out with her the couple like especially the second time I'm like seeing you know these traits again and it's like reminding me of like how things used to be and you know if she's going to be the same way and, and fights are going to break out then what's the point of this and if she's not going to put the effort in you know so we'll see we're going to see we're going to try and that's the best I can do and you know, hopefully this gives people hope that, you know, it's, if exes, if you think you're, if you don't, and never think you'll hear from your ex again, you know, never say never, you know, you, you just never know what could happen. You, you really don't. And I remember saying to Tom back in January and February time, you know, you never know what the future holds. And I don't think Tom particularly believed me when I said it was possible, but here we are. Okay, it came from a somewhat random situation, but my belief is if the daughter hadn't accidentally called Tom and the whole texting didn't take place, it's my belief that Tom's ex would have found a different reason to reach out to him within the next month or two. I'm absolutely convinced the romantic emotional attraction was building, was growing, the intrigue was there, she saw him online dating, and I do believe that for whatever reason she could invent in her mind, she would reach out to him. And just touching on that one final time, if she was adamant she never wanted to see him again, she wouldn't have used what I would suggest was a very basic excuse to say, don't text my daughter again, when the situation was very innocent, it was very reasonable, and even if she felt she had to say that, she would have cut this conversation off dead. She wouldn't have easily accepted further conversations, meeting up, and then dates. In my opinion, Tom's ex missed him, Tom's ex wanted to reconnect, and hopefully for both of them, they will live happily ever after. So thank you so much, Tom, for joining me today. You know, I truly oh, and genuinely... Thank you for having me. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. I truly and genuinely wish you the very best of luck. Thank you, Vincent. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tom.